It's Cuzzacast time! If you were from a certain generation watching anime in the early noughties, there's likely a bunch of iconic series you remember. Some because they were classics, some because they were infamous. So guess which type we're covering on another episode of That Time I Started a Podcast to read trash manga with my friends. And actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka a trash manga friends podcast episode 91. The reincarnated trash manga spends another day skipping story routes. And don't forget, use the code crawling in my skin, these wounds they will not heal to go buy your tie-in lingerie only while stocks last. You know what this show is, say it with me. Three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga. Securing what's good for the future of the species and dismembering what's trash. I am your forever host, Hi Sean, joined by Dark Mike and Wood Phil. Yes, that's the best you're getting this time if you tried finding famous elves that fit our names. How are you both? Uh, you could have gone with like Legolas or something. Okay, um, so explain or... how that's going to fit into either of our names, Mike. Billow Lass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there was like some World of Warcraft dude that I think fit into Phil's name, but there's fucking nothing that rhymes with Sean or Mike. So I was like, I give up. I, I mean, I'm I'm almost certain there's probably like a good thousand Lord of the Ring elf names out there. And no one will have heard of any of them, bar Legolas. No, that, that's not true. People have heard of Elrond, Gladriel, Arwen. Notice how none of these fit in with Mike or Sean. Uh, point is, people have heard of them besides Legolas. Lord of the Rings nerds like you might have. Marwin. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have Googled for a whole five seconds and can't find anything. Therefore, yeah, Sean's yeah, see, right. This was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We gave you the path for this episode, and I see what you've you've dealt upon us. So. Yeah, you said it was either like, what was it trash or? I said that we would either it would either be uh, a classic series or yeah, an infamous it. series. Oh um, yeah, so it's it's classic, clearly. I, it's, Why not? It's both? Some people, yeah. <laughs> I get the feeling you're not some people in this scenario. <laughs> I sh- shall we find out where I sit in the realm okay. of Elf and Lead? Oh sure. Oh no, I've given it away. Oh no, how could not, you? Not like it was at the end of last episode? Or, or in the, the title, of title or promoted on social medias. Speaking of which, hey, did you know we post on X? No, because that's stupid. We tweet on Twitter <laughs> for as long as Plat Platform clings to life. So, um, oh man. But we're also Twitter. live on other social media platforms. Follow us Sean at just... Trash Manga Friends on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Mastodon, Pinterest, and Tumblr. At the time of recording, Automation's working on some of them, but they should all be active by the time this episode goes live. Touch wood. What what were you hecklers saying there? Oh, you're just completely unwilling to move with the times, man. <laughs> Never heard it's... of this Twitter. Oh, it's all about X these days. X, go on, give it to you, I guess. <laughs> I guess Sean just can't get over his X. <laughs> work, X gonna take it from you, because it's just... Just reducing features and charging more. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Rip, rip, tweet deck or X deck. Is that going to become X deck now? Now that definitely sounds like porn. <laughs> <laughs> like some of them are just like, uh, yeah, I guess because the letter X is is in- invariably connected to porn. No, X deck absolutely sounds like like porn from like people fucking outside on the deck or something. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Speaking of fucking on outside of the deck, Elf and Lead. This is an action drama manga that ran from June 2002 to August 2005 for 12 volumes total. 
written and drawn by Lynn Okamoto, who's done a bunch of series since, including Brynhild and the Darkness and Parallel Paradise is their current series. This was licensed by Dark Horse Comics. You can go buy the series in four omnibuses. There was an anime, as you're probably no doubt all very much aware, a 13-episode anime that aired in 2004, done by Arms and Studio Guts. You can stream this on Amazon Prime in the US, but there is no streaming service that has this in the UK, so you'll have to buy it physically on DVD or Blu-ray. There was also an OVA that came out in 2005, and a bonus one-shot chapter in 2012. And some other fun little notes on this. This was cited by the creators of Stranger Things as an influencing factor on their on their series. Oh, and no. uh, it's banned in China. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Can't imagine why. <laughs> that tracks, yeah. <laughs> no doubt for all the utter communism in it. That's that's probably why. Not communism, uh, capitalism. <laughs> yeah, communism, I, they're all on board with. I can do, I can, uh, yeah. Um, so, Mike, Ellis, because this was your choice. It was. I think I made a good choice, honestly. Well, then you can justify yourself while explaining for the dear listeners who might not be familiar with Elf and Lead, what is, what's the premise of this classic manga? Because I, okay, whenever I'm asked to think of a thing to suggest for the show, I do a little panic because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I think that I've made that pretty clear over the course of this podcast. And so I'm just racking my brain like, oh man, what, what kind of things have I actually experienced over the years? And then just a genius moment of inspiration where I thought, ah, Elden Lead. I was super into that when I was younger. And it explains so much. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> because you, you can always tell the Elf and Lead kids. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you a fun fact about that after I've said this description. Essentially, we start in a shady sort of underground bunker of sorts, all scientific and, sci- and science fiction y. And it's all very, very serious. And then we are introduced to these characters that are saying, no, we can't let this thing escape. If it does, the world will end. And we are introduced to this, this, this thing, which is very scary looking and is like all bound up in chains and such, making tons of noise and just very, very serious. And it's like, we can't get too close to it. If we do, then you'll die. And it's like, oh my God. And then some stuff happens, and then it just becomes a nice little slice of life. You know, when never you're right, you're right. I thought would you put it so succinctly, but yeah. <laughs> it's like you have an actual story going on, and then they're going, you know what, let's just do slice of life instead. The, the only word I would object to in that is when you said nice little slice of life, and I would not use the word okay, nice. Okay. I was being generous with my wording. No, every, everything else, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, I might not have said scientific and science fiction. That just feels like a redundant word. Usage, <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like there's a lot of redundancy in this. <laughs> yeah? There's a lot of something in this. Oh, there's man. a whole lot of, like, pornographic violence in this. You know how in the past, Mike, one of your one of your bits that you bring up every now and again is that you feel like you're reading the author's spank material? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's this. I, yeah. I'm reading some Edgelord's FAP material. <laughs> so the fun fact I was going to drop... <laughs> was... You jerked off to this? I don't... Okay, first of all, that wouldn't be fun. That'd be weird. No, how he didn't deny that one. But I don't... You draw that conclusion, whatever you, whatever you want from that. But the fun fact was, back in the old days of MySpace... This is back from the... Oh, my bones. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is how old this thing is and how old I am. Oh, but... Hold on, I need to adjust my hip. 
Back when social media was good, yes. Uh, uh, I don't know about that one. That's a that's a take. <laughs> but yeah, you could you had your, your your page, and if you were very very smart, you could edit the HTML of your page to have whatever you wanted on there, pretty much. So you could deafen people as they visited it. Yes, you could. You could like add music players and stuff. But yeah, what I did was a oh, no. gigantic Mike, background no. image of Elfin Mike, Lead. No. And uh, I had the Elfen lead intro playing, uh, or like one of the pieces of music or something playing as they came on. Mike and please, it was only so much cringe I can take. <laughs> and it was wall to wall. Like, I think my profile picture was a picture of my eye as well, like zoomed in. And it was wall to wall, please, like, no. nobody loves me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> I think I have poetry on there as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the cringe. Oh my god. I mean, we were talking about fanfic before we hit record. As it turns out, Mike... <laughs> I never wrote fanfic. I never wrote Did fanfic. you write fan poetry? Uh, don't think so. No, I think it was all, like, my emotions. <laughs> Crawling in my skin. Well, that's, actually, no, that was the, before I went with the L's theme, I was originally going, like, yeah, I should use emo stuff, like, you know, Evanescence and Linkin Park. And I was like, wait, no, they're both metal slash rock bands. <laughs> oh, no, they're from the same era. Yes. That's yeah. the, even though all you remember is, like, yeah, Crawling in my skin. Uh, I don't even know the name of the Evanescence song, but everyone knows it. So, yeah. Wake me up. Yeah, exactly. Save That one. Because if someone said emo music, those are the two songs that come to mind. <laughs> sure. I mean, those one, those lines of those, yes. So yeah, my point is, this is from a period of my life, <laughs> which is frankly best which is not still going on, on to this day. <laughs> oh yeah, commit for life. It's not a phase. <laughs> <laughs> I told him it wasn't a phase and I committed, damn it. Like, looking back at it now, I don't feel embarrassed by it or anything. I'm sure... No, no like, probably par for the course for our age group. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, sure... There's, if... there's someone in every group of anime friends who from that era who have been like, yeah, Elf and Lee, that's, that's, that's the shit, man. Oh, man, I even, like, excitedly, and I mean excitedly, showed the like, anime... I don't like the use of that word here. <laughs> <laughs> I showed the anime to my friends, and they're all like, the fuck is this shit? I'm like, yeah, isn't it great? So... <laughs> I said this to Sean earlier, so I've never read Elfen Lead. Yeah, I have technically watched one episode because a friend was like, "Oh my god, you have to watch this! It's the greatest thing ever!" Oh my god, and... it was the equivalent of me in your group. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like, "Hey, let's just watch an episode of it. It's great." And I was like, "All right," and I'm like, "My dude, <laughs> the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> well, from what I remember, and this is going back probably about twenty years, it just ends with her pissing herself. <laughs> that does happen a few oh, times. Oh yeah, that yeah. was that was like the one conversation <laughs> me and Phil had earlier today. It was like, oh, it's the scene where she pisses herself. And I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Well, that's still. Like, I'm going to be honest. That that's about all I remember from 20 years ago. Was crazy naked lady kills people and wets herself. I mean, what amazed me when I was pulling data for this was it's on my plan to watch on that mal. And I'm like, damn, I don't remember <laughs> making that kind of commitment. How old is that list? <laughs> I mean, I've had Mal for over a decade, so probably again, sometime in uni, someone's like, oh, you've got to watch Elf and Lead. It's like an iconic series from the noughties. Uh, it is iconic. And it is from an the iconic noughties. series from the noughties. Like, they weren't wrong. <laughs> yeah. This is like one of the big, probably were like top 10 biggest series from like the first half, like 2000, 2004, 2005. Things you can tell as well. 
you yeah, read this yeah. and you look at it and you just go, man, this is this it is early two thousands. Yeah, those those eyes are half their faces. Oh yeah, eyes. they're like fifty percent eyes, fifty percent forehead, fifty percent everything else. It it is very especially on the color pages is very much those uh, how to draw manga books <laughs> come to life. Yeah, there's there's like a couple of cover pages. I was just looking at them going, something is wrong about this person's. <laughs> I Everything. could say that for every single part of this manga. Something is wrong about this. Oh god, that I mean that first chapter especially, it's the the dumbest sequence of events I've ever oh, seen. Right. right, okay. I'll, Let's I'll get into get this that. Yeah, I was gonna say, we should probably discuss the actual manga at some point instead of Mike's twisted past. I don't know. I think my twisted past is more entertaining. Definitely. I completely agree, but we have to discuss the manga at some point. <laughs> I regret nothing about suggesting this. Oh, see, I told you you were going to be the one who enjoyed it. You love Shannon Fruit, and boy, that's this episode, because I'm fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's let's actually discuss the manga briefly. <laughs> oh, who's doing it? Well, you had something you wanted to get out of the gates there, so by all means, you okay. go for it. So we've got this girl, lady, wrapped up, locked away, buried under two miles of ground. I, I don't know, whatever it yeah. you said it was. Uh, they're underground. And yeah, they're like, don't get within two meters of her. She's telekinetic powers essentially yeah effectively to go through all this whole thing like yeah it's terribly secure if anyone goes anywhere near it no staff are allowed loose objects or anything like that blah 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 and obviously you know as they're talking about that someone drops their pen within two meters of it and die the secret of events is the iceberg of the idiocy right yeah yes no loose objects here's my pen I'm building to this. <laughs> it's just that it's the sequence of events that takes place, it's meant to be deadly serious, but it's just comical. Yes. <laughs> if, if it was literally just, they drop the pen and it's to demonstrate how fucking insanely OP and psychotic this person is, then that would work. I could go yes. with, that's just one moron. Okay, sure. Yeah. But then... But then uh... <laughs> So basically, the whole point is we're being introduced to this as like the vice president or something. I think it was. It's coming to Avatar. It's like, why the fuck are we wasting all this money? Mm-hmm. The person that's running all is explaining all this, and he's like, yes, yes, we need more money. That's why we need to transport it to the new location. Big old exposition so, dump, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, if we cut to some slice of life crap, which we'll just put to the side for now. Just ignore that. It's not really relevant. And then they're going right. Cool. We're going to transport her. Let's get her on the elevator. And then one of the two security guards on the elevator with her drops his flip phone because apparently, you know, he's got his flip phone on there. So he tries to reach and grab it within that two meters. So naturally he gets pulled in, horribly murdered, and he has the keys to release her on him. (laughs) It's just like, if you think about this for like even (laughs) a second, it all falls apart. It's just like, literally, all you had to do was have people wearing clothes. And they could have just been the most basic bitch clothes. I wouldn't have even given them shoelaces. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, at a certain point, if she's <laughs> that deadly with any objects that go near her, naked, just completely naked. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I was going to say possibly, but... I mean, this this series is definitely not afraid of the nudity. So fuck it at this point, right? Why but, not? Yeah. So naturally, you know, she gets the keys, she escapes, you know, in the process murdering half the facility by the sound. Horrifically sounds of murdering half the facility. <laughs> Like, it is, it is 
If you, it is absolutely posted, like, if you get within two meters of this person, you're dead because she's got these, like, invisible hands that come out of her. And I don't know if that's meant to be, like, an artistic interpretation or if they are literal hands. I got the impression they were literal hands because yeah, when I think that's introduced the to her, they're like, she's got more than two I, arms. And it's like, I just think it's a way of showcasing the SP because otherwise it's invisible. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure in the anime they are literally arms. But, uh, yeah, like, they're invisible, and they are sharp. I mean, I mean, while we're, at, while we're at it, why are they bothering to carry guns? I mean, yes, no I did also wonder that. Her, God, yeah, the absolute, <laughs> the absolute BS that this person is capable of, or Diclonius, as they are known, uh, because they're a new species. New species and or mute. Yeah. So the absolute bullshit on display here, like, literally, if anything, any loose object or any person or anything gets within two meters of her she has a weapon of mass destruction available to her because she can not only like rip people in half without even thinking about it she can like throw objects like bullets and speaking of bullets she can block bullets and i don't mean like block them i mean like react fast enough to swipe them out of her way away with a magical invisible hands like this is ridiculous levels of bs like it is, like, and it I is hella violent all the way through. Like they kind of talk about it a little bit when they're chasing her just after she escapes. Like, all right, we've got this big ass anti-tank rifle. Mm -hmm. We're gonna try and peg her from half a mile or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So she's literally so, like, can't that, see that is, you know, it's outside of her range. She won't have enough time to react to it. Kind of. Mm -hmm. That is basically the only way you could shoot her, is the way it that, sounds. That doesn't even make sense, because they're like, oh, you got to shoot her with a sniper, that'll do it. And I'm like, why? I don't believe for a second that would work if you could block 20 bullet guns at once. Oh, totally not. But like the idea they put forward is, if she literally can't see it coming, like if she literally doesn't know that she's being shot because it's so far away, then she'll have no chance to actually block it. The only problem is, the snipers are... You know, they're famous for not being super accurate with their shots. <laughs> and he, um, com he completely fucks it up. <laughs> no, it's right. No, to he be hits fair to him, directly. To be fair, he was bang on target. The problem is, between He's him like pulling the, the trigger... shooter in this entire thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole issue was, between him pulling the trigger and the bullet getting to her, she moved her head slightly. So instead <laughs> of going in the back of her skull, it hit her metal helmet they had her wear. Yes. And very conveniently, that stopped it. The metal helmet that didn't seem to do anything? Uh, it's something, something, now she has split personality disorder, there you go. Yeah, yeah now, now she's oh, yeah. amnesiac. Oh, it's but the, Phil, the you've, missed, you've missed some of the other fun stuff. Like, we've got to establish this random klutzy secretary character <laughs> so that for some reason she can take her as a hostage, even though she absolutely doesn't need this in any way, shape, or form. And Okay, it, I, can, I think nice. I can add some information to this. So, yes, we are established to this, uh, this klutzy secretary, like, oh, clearly the manga's gonna be about her. <laughs> oh no. my, no. Because then there's a scene during the escape. Ollie had a dolly. <laughs> there's a scene during the, mis uh, during the, I call it a mistake, escape, where she is held hostage, like, kind of like you'd hold a hostage at gunpoint if you use them as a human shield, but obviously there's no gun involved. And there's this, like, kind of, like, heart-wrenching scene where this person who's literally only good and has only been established as kind of nice the director of the place says to her like i'm sorry you're gonna have to sacrifice your life for us and she's like okay <laughs> she just fucking dies 
horrifically. It's like, oh, she's fucking dead. And that pretty much sets the tone for the rest of the manga. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's stupid because it's just needless. And, like, I don't even know why she would bother with a hostage to begin with. Just Or where she learnt the knowledge of, like, I'm going to do a hostage negotiation. But <laughs> I think whatever. the idea of the, her the taking... The idea of it is to try and humanise the chief so it's not just Gendo Akari all over again. Oh, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I know all of this is an excuse. Like, I'm not coming down the side of this manga. You're absolutely correct. It's just, I think the idea was, they say something in that scene, like, like, oh, keep shooting her, we've almost got it. Like, she's got some sort of limit to her power or something. So the idea being that she was holding hostage to recharge I, or something. I, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, not it's not explained. Not very well. Do you, do you know what else isn't explained? Because I'm pretty What's sure that? at one point the chief is facing her in that scene. And oh, yeah. she doesn't just kill him. Oh, for, yeah, like, no when reason. you... When you said Stranger Things had an influence from this, I for a moment went, oh no, and went, wait, no, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> so I, I can see that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the relationship between this Diclonius character, who we don't have a name of yet. Oh, no, we do. Called Lucy, I believe, at the beginning. No, I thought that was the secretary. No, I, I think no. her name is Lucy slash New, but we'll get to I mean, I've just called her New in all my notes. But, oh, yeah, well, that's just effectively all you need to call her. But yeah, um... Yeah, so we've got you got her as being like the stand-in for Eleven in Stranger Things, Things. If, you've, if you've seen that. And like the relationship they have is like, oh wow, that's actually that's pretty much spot on. Yeah, like I get it. I mean, so, yeah, this is regardless of what the outcome of the episode is. This has inspired a lot of creators over the years because it is sure. See, iconic. this is what I'm saying. I am so cultured that I was a fan of a thing that inspired Stranger Things. You're all welcome. Oh, so you created Stranger Things, Mike? I think oh, I did, yeah. I think, actually, uh, oh, I'll man. be expecting my check in the mail. Your royalties. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, clearly I deserve something. I mean, if this inspired twitch.tv slash bizacqua, that explains a lot. <laughs> it inspired my whole life. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just, <laughs> just the whole... Mike an Elton Lead tattoo somewhere on him. <laughs> just... Can you imagine? This, this first chapter might just be the dumbest written thing we've ever done on this show just <sighs> such a nonsensical sequence of this would not play out like this or why are you this stupid i, I feel it's up there with that um and i'm, I'm gonna go there that redo of a healer moment Ooh. where he's like i'm going to go in disguise by making myself look like myself and changing one letter of my name it's Wait, what part are you comparing to level that? of but that's just one moment in a chapter, Phil. That's not the entire chapter doing it stupid is. after stupid <laughs> after stupid. Like, what, what's, it, what's it called when you have those useless machines that are just like a series of things knocking over things and stuff? Like, Rude uh, okay, Rude Gold yeah. machines aren't useless. They're beautiful. Okay, sure. But like, it's kind of like that, but with a comedy of errors going into this <laughs> that somehow eventually ends with, sure, why not? The story's <laughs> happening now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! This is just the tip of the questionable choice iceberg. Oh yeah. Why, yeah. why were they even transporting her? Okay. I mean, well, no, I know why in story they were transporting her, but it did like it was like this facility secure I enough. Yeah, if you no, really want to make either. it more secure. In fact, yeah. What? Like, as soon as she escapes, why is the whole facility not on just immediate lockdown? Because she just walks out like a windmill door she, she at the end. She just walks out like the fire escape or something. Yeah. Why is it <laughs> yeah. not? Oh, she's a well. Lockdown. The entire facility. I was just... going to say, I would have thought, surely you've got something this important. You'd be like, you know what? We're just going to have like 
some knockout gas systems everywhere. Just yeah. This is one of the few times in life where you're like, you know what? Fuck. Self-destruct. Boom. (laughs) Done. There's there's even like a thing where the the constant line of this is you can't be at two meters from her. Like that's the death zone. Nothing can be two meters away or close to what have you said? Two meters close. Yeah. And so they're constantly saying that, but everyone for some reason takes that as a Oh, as long as I'm two meters and one centimeter away, <laughs> I'm fine. What's she gonna like, do? Like take a step? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she doesn't run anywhere ever. So <laughs> fucking hard. No, she runs in one chapter later on. I don't remember that. But sure. Like the last chapter after towards the end, yeah. But uh, yeah, just this this sets the tone. I mean. In fairness, I don't feel any chapter is as completely and totally and utterly stupid as that afterwards, but it kind of sets the tone of like, ah, okay. People revere this series. People, this is this is what people go to. This is the hill people die on sometimes. See, the thing is, in some ways, I kind of wouldn't even mind too much. Except constantly throughout this, this is just the first chapter. Constantly throughout, we just cut to a guy. That's it. Just, just a guy. Oh, you mean in this first chapter? Yeah, yeah. We just cut to Kota and his we, benign yeah. drama with his childhood. Well, we learned cousin his later on. Cousin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's just. Oh, yeah. by the way, here's this guy, the slice of life now. But Bill, that's because they've got a dovetail at the end when they meet her naked on the beach. Yeah. yeah, because in part of her escape, she gets shot by the sniper, hits her in the metal helmet, which shatters, <laughs> and she falls into the sea, overlooking the sea. Yeah. Oh yeah, for some reason, yes. I mean, presumably that's just where. I mean, presumably she was about, she was going to dive off regardless of what happened. <laughs> but yeah, she gets shot into the ocean and then washes up on the beach of a Japanese town. I don't think it's ever named. Some place. Some place, Japan. Yes. And she washes up completely naked, and <gasps> she now has a split personality. Oh my god! It's it's. She's no longer the bloodthirsty killing machine she's a baby i was going to say split person- i feel split personality is being generous almost i mean no it <laughs> is, is it is a split she has yeah and then she has psychotic uh, yeah, yeah but that's it it's very much just like i mean that's how split personality works say, no split personality is a split personality you still generally are able to talk it's more like she's had it, there's a thing like when you ha- undergo like serious trauma, you regress. Sure, it's close to that rather than. Don't be sad. We can't have that on her character because that yeah. has to be in Kota's character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. There's amnesia aplenty going on in this manga. God, was I can't remember what it was. There was some game I was playing. I can't remember what it was. But the amount of times people are just like, I have amnesia. Honkai. Fucking Honkai. Oh, that's, not, that's not limited to <laughs> Honkai. Me. How many times did they go, oh, sorry, I've got amnesia? The amount of JRPGs that pull amnesia out of their ass is like no, a crush. I'm fine with it being like one character, like usually the main character, being like, I've got amnesia. Fine, whatever. I'll live with it. But it was literally like, okay, the main character's got amnesia. Oh, the first character you're introduced support cast has amnesia. Another character has amnesia. Fucking hell. And then the problem is, everyone comes up to you and is like, hey, what do you know about this? And it's like, my dude, I've got amnesia. <laughs> you need, like, the Among Us post-it note on your hair that just says dumb. And there you go. Yeah. Got amnesia, but is immediately extremely capable, breaking all the rules. 
it's funny you talk about like <laughs> themes there. Do you, you want to know? Because I laughed laughed at this when I was doing my research. Do you want to know Wikipedia? Mm-hmm. One of the Wikipedia descriptions of Elf and Lead. Do tell. Which I feel is, is very generous. I feel Elf and Lead involves themes of discrimination, social alienation, identity, prejudice, revenge, abuse, jealousy, regret, and the value of humanity. And I'm like, what Does the it? cocaine <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I can kind of see some of them yeah some of those are like all right i, I, I can see, see someone that. who is mega into this series being like yeah yeah it's totally like an examination of the psyche and all that i mean someone just read I can way see too being far about into it. social discrimination and i'm being very generous to elfin lead here with this one in the same way x-men is okay yeah sure because you know one of the big things in x-men is like oh my god mutants they're different from us get rid of them uh and that's one of their whole central conflicts, and that's kind of alluded to here. So this this transitions me into another point I have on this one. I'm conveniently going to skip over a bunch of the slice of life stuff at this point because yeah, this this series loves a good like shock reveal at the end of each volumes, and the shock reveal at the end of volume one is that they've got more than one Declonius. They've got they've got in fact a research facility full of an indeterminate amount of them. So why are we so obsessed? <laughs> it is fucking Stranger Things with this what? It was just because I assumed, like, for the first, like, what, like, five or six chapters, because they are so relentless in this pursuit, and we'll get to fucking Ban- Bandai Namco, whatever the fuck his name is, in a minute. <laughs> Bandai Ban- Nam- Bandor. Bandor, that's it. Yeah, yes, the soldier. We'll get to that more in a minute. But, mm-hmm. um, because they're so obsessed with getting this one back, and I get, yes, it's an important research specimen, yes, it's uh, someone who could potentially take out all of humanity, etc., etc. But then they just casually drop it and they're like, yeah, we got loads of them. We got Nana and a whole bunch of others. And I'm like, oh, so it's really not that. Why why did you fuck up so much with this one if you've got a facility full of them? (laughs) Yeah, they do. The others are a bit more compliant. They do explain the method of which she's going to wipe out the human race. And like, it's specifically, it's not like destroy the world or take down society. Yeah. Uh, this is a bit later in what we oh, read. Oh, okay, I was going to say, not in what we read. I oh, just yeah. assumed no, no, she no. would just go around and be like, you're dead, you're dead. Uh, like, the no, closest it... you get to that is there's a line later on. She goes, I've never killed anyone because she doesn't regard humans as people. People. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know if they actually explain it in this, but they, they do allude to it at the very least. And the actual mechanism they're going to use is literally to... Okay, they definitely explained this bit. I remember it from the anime way long ago because apparently it stuck with me. I think they kind of released it at the end of Volume Two. If it's what I think you're gonna. Be. Oh, don't get me started at the end of Volume Two. Fucking just this random guy's yeah, like, yeah, I am the father of something, and I'm like, who <laughs> yes. the fuck are you? Oh, I'm never never gonna find <laughs> out. But just random guys are dad. Okay, lovely. But yeah, the way they the way they do explain it eventually, I don't know if it's alluded to very well in this is. When a Diclonius attacks, because like Diclonius can't reproduce on their own, like through the traditional method. So when a they Diclonius, can't do the all right, yeah. So when a Diclonius attacks a man, then they supplant his genetic material with theirs. So when they do the fucking and they make baby, then that baby is a Diclonius. Oh, she's a parasite, right? Got it. I, sure, but like that's the. That's the, the, the mechanic on how that works and how they're going to supplant humanity because if she gets into enough people's genetic material, that genetic material spreads and it just overwrites humanity. And they do kind of explain that at some point because they go into, oh, I can't remember what they call it, but like the so, event that overwrites the humans overwrote Neanderthal DNA. I, so hang that. on. 
So this whole end of the world that they've proclaimed isn't even just gonna. It's just evolution, forced evolution. But yes, like for sure. But it's not like. I mean, no. Wait, no. You said they had to attack them. Yeah, they have to have some sort of interaction. It's not clear. The idea being that I think they have to. They have to be touched by their invisible hands. Their ghost okay. hands. But the point I is, more if they weren't like, if they weren't all psychotic killers. Well, sorry, I say they all. If our one lead character wasn't sometimes a psychotic killer, they could just interact with society and humans could just yes. evolve. Yes. I mean, to what? Fair, that was what's always the deep. point of any of it? <laughs> yeah, mean, like I feel the... like that was always the point anyway. Yeah, like the, the shtick of but they, they get, really... like they, These people get free, that's it, the species is extinct. No, we're just gonna evolve. <laughs> well, yes. We won't be humans anymore is the point. Oh no! <laughs> it's not like we wouldn't be humans, we still would be, but our future generations wouldn't be. They yeah. mean they'd just be humans with psychic powers. <laughs> and horns. And they uh, and they uh, can't fuck. Big air quotes on horns, I feel. <laughs> Random also ass things that look like elf ears, sort of, maybe. Because, you know, elf and lead. But, yeah, yes. I, I didn't look at them and think horn. Yeah, like, they do literally look like animal like, ears. Like cat ears or something like that, yeah. Yeah, like, this is one of the things I remember from the anime way back when. They actually look like horns in the I anime. I mean, no doubt... No, no doubt, I was going to say, okay, that makes more sense, I was going to say, no wonder it's got popular, it's got, it's got a naked cat girl in it, what more do you need? <laughs> oh yeah, she's like naked all the fucking time. Oh, oh god, I mean, that's that's the crutch of this series, like, I don't know what to do, so either hyper-violence or nudity. Or both, And that'll fix, or both at the same time, and that'll Often fix both. all of the problems. God, yeah, the hyper-violence. <laughs> like, the hyper-violence is so strong that this soldier character we alluded to... Oh, Bandai Namco. <laughs> sure. <laughs> He gets drafted in to be, to like, uh, take out Lucy, New, whatever we're calling her. Like, to be clear, he is like an assassin type. He is an assassin, yes, but he's, he's never... a psychopath. He is he absolutely is psychotic. Like, he is a psycho killer who sure... only loves killing. Pretty Now, obviously, I appreciate this is the SAT, this is Japan's equivalent, and it's fictional. Opposed mm. to, like you so say, the SAS for us over here in Blighty. But, um... I'm pretty sure you have to have psych tests to join these uh, types of things. Well, that's the point. He's so good at what he does that they're like, yeah, this is a good thing. <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah, we'll let you off. You, this you man, do a little murdering, that is your job. This man who openly is disappointed when he's told he can't just kill civilians. <laughs> yes, and he's very excited when he finds out the first person he gets to kill legally is a teenage girl. <laughs> it's, he's, uh, he's not okay. <laughs> he's really not okay and i know the reason they did that is because obviously in the first scene the first chapter diclonius girl is going around fucking destroying everyone like she's clearly not a good guy here like absolutely murdering so or they need at to... any point yeah, sure but then they need so they need to get someone who's somehow even more evil but weaker than her <laughs> to give her a villain to fight and win against <laughs> gotta, gotta make you emphasize with the uh, the psychotic killer. No, not that one. The other one. <laughs> I mean, so any, is anyone in this manga good? Really? I mean, the, even the ones who are good. Potentially, the random additional great. female who shows up at the end. Like she's not. Uh, uh, we've yeah, not revealed not why she's. A, she, yeah, I was gonna say we've not revealed why she's a horrible person yet. <laughs> I mean, the, no, the uh, the the homeless girl. Who appears? That, that's she's... who Sean meant. That's how I'm oh, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, she's fine. She's fine so far. Uh, what, what do you mean, homeless, Mike? She's totally not homeless. She just won't tell him on where she lives or who her parents are or. 
where they are. And we saw a backstory where she's actually homeless. I, look, did, there's clearly something. Uh, not really, but no. no. Like she, met, they reference it a few times because she doesn't have a or doesn't give an address over to people. But, but, uh, yes, I'm very aware she is homeless, but at no point do they explicitly say she's homeless. No, but it, like I, I, there's there's something going on with her, and probably at some point it'll be real. She's horrible because she killed her parents or some shit. But um, as of right now, at the end of volume two. She's probably the one normal character in this thing. Because the other characters we have is our main hero, man, Kota or something, and his cousin. And he is kind of terrible because he is, of course, he's a lech. And he also wants, he wants nothing more than to motorboat new at all times, <laughs> which is pretty fucked up considering in the state that he knows her as. She's a literal baby, like in her personality. And it's for some reason, he just likes to shrug everything off, like every conversation that they're having. Except, you know, when she breaks a seashell and then <laughs> right, he yeah. fucking flips the fuck out. I, no, I get that one. It's, no, okay, like, I... it's very clearly this guy that, yeah, this is a memento of my dead sister. And I then, mean, oh, yeah. there that goes. Like, in the nicest way, if I had a memento of my gran and you broke it, I'd fucking punch you. Sure, but this isn't a... This is a moment where he knows full well that New is, is dumb. She dumb. She don't know nothing. And so it's not exactly her fault. I mean, like, I know she does it intentionally because the logic is, oh, you were looking at it and you looked sad, so she was trying to fix the situation. Which is just it's not like, a normal like, thing. Because the thing making you sad is not here anymore. <laughs> But yeah, he goes like from zero to sixty real fucking fast. I mean, understandably, I feel in that one time, like there is uh, there is zero understanding of the situation. He's just like, get, "What are you doing? Get out of here! You're bad now." I was like, "Fucking hell!" I mean, in fact, this, this random person who he's never met has come in, destroyed a pressure, right, precious okay, moment. If you yeah, want yeah, to do that, yeah. then about, We're about five to seconds sequel. later, you have the fucking police rocking up, <laughs> yeah. being like, "Hey, have you seen this lady?" And he's like, "Nah, I've never seen her." It's well, like, no, it's even dude. worse than that. She washes up on the beach, naked and without memories. I mean, Why yes. is their first instinct to take her home? <laughs> not take her to hospital. Not call hospital, police, yeah. police, social services, whatever the equivalent is. I mean, I can understand potentially the idea of like, we'll get her, home, we'll get her in some clothes while, you know, no, we call. No, you take because... her to the hospital. I mean, if he doesn't have a mobile phone, then you need to... I mean, you I know there's a phone need... here. <laughs> I mean, you need, need a phone, Phil. You hospital. can't just... You go to the hospital. You call an ambulance. You, no, you, know, you, you don't know how far away the, the hospital is. Hospital. That's a stupid thing. You call them to come to you. No, because she's not in a life-threatening situation, as far as you can tell. You she's can got blood coming phone. out of her head. You did have blood coming out of her head. That is true. <laughs> and horns. Well, okay. uh, details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do kind of gloss over that one. <laughs> yeah, that everyone well, kind of gloss over. They decide it. to take the time to, you know, stick her in the shower, so... Clearly, they're not worried about her dying. So they can <laughs> yeah. take the time. Oh, I don't, I don't, again, I'm not trying to make it say, like these are smart choices, but I can at least somewhat well, understand know, what they're As we discover like, a few chapters later, there's a payphone near that beach. <laughs> they could have <laughs> yeah. used that. Call Avians on that, sell, direct them to the home, take her home, put some clothes on her. There you go, done. Yeah, like I'll give you the taking her home to give her some clothes. I'll give you that much because she's literally naked. And well, like not a scrap. His shirt. Yeah, like I, I'll give I'll give you that much. Like get her out of public, get her in somewhere warm because she's like 
cold and wet and stuff. I'll give you that. But why is the next move not to be like, hey, let's call an authority on this because we are actually teenagers? And no, we I agree are... with that. no he's, he's like eight. And still, he's well, like is he? not exactly yeah, he... equipped to handle the situation. At one point, they give the age of one of the characters and it's 12, and I'm like, uh, oh, no. Yeah, yes, the homeless girl is 12, but he is a... He's waiting to get into university, basically, we're told. Okay, right, because I know when they said that she's 12... I know as soon as they said she's 12, I hadn't kept up with how old everyone was. I was like, please don't tell me they're all 12. <laughs> please don't. No. <laughs> no, That's a disaster waiting to happen. He is roughly 18. His cousin, friend, person is maybe a year older. Everyone else is indeterminate. Well, New, New is a magical space alien, so it's magical uh, Yeah, space everyone else is good. government agency, so at least 30. I, d- I don't know, I feel Bando's about five mentally. <laughs> <laughs> he, at the very least, thinks he's in a video game, I, I assume, because, yeah, he's like, oh my god, murder, yes, fine. In fairness, like, his fight with her is one of the few semi-decent... Ish. Yeah, no, no, I'll give you Part that. It's because you get a running commentary of his mental like process, and yeah. you get a good idea of how someone who is utterly outmatched may have actually addressed and approached this situation. And it's his actually pl- like his smart. plan. Yeah, his plan is smart. I don't know why he didn't follow through on it, but his plan is smart I, until he stops. I don't know. You say it's smart. Literally, one of the first things he was told was, "Don't get within two meters of her." Oh, and yeah. he doesn't. He, do. he gets. No, he does. No, he does. she gets within two meters of him. No, because they walk up to her. Oh no! Just the ending of it is real stupid. And yes, they do also walk up to her. And the very, very first thing they do is hit her on the head because that's on what the beach. Her on the head. Oh, oh sorry, yeah, you mean the start? Yes, I believe. Yes, but the ending of it. If, is I, if only he'd more. fucking killed her at that point, that'd be it. Job done. Yeah. No, it's not a sport for him anymore. No, because this is the other confusing thing. Apparently, he cares uh, about that. Apparently. <laughs> This is the other confusing thing because, you know, obviously sometimes like yes, just kill it. Other times like no, no, we've got to bring her back alive. And it's like, mm-hmm. can can you make up your mind? Maybe. <laughs> nah, that'd be, that'd be crazy. I mean, imagine if you saw the target, you radioed in that you'd send the target <laughs> to all the other ops, and then they just never appear again. They just magically vanished somewhere. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, that's cool, bro. <laughs> Don't know what I'll do with this information, but thanks for telling me. <laughs> Uh, I, I actually like that fight, and uh, don't get me wrong, it ends very violently, but he comes up with this idea of, he knows he's completely outmatched, he's hiding behind a rock, because they're back on the beach at this point, he's hiding behind a rock, he's got his gun, and he's like, right, I can't shoot directly at her, I need to use the element of surprise, and because he had a partner with him who has since been murdered, he's like, right, what I'm gonna do is shoot the grenade on that guy's belt when she's like close enough, because she's gonna come over here and try to hit me with her kung fu invisible chop arms and it's like okay i can see the logic there i like that the only problem is he's about to like okay here's my moment haha jump out and just picked up a gun (laughs) it's like she she picked up the dead guy's gun (laughs) she can just use a gun (laughs) she she listened to that advice you always give just to shoot them (laughs) yeah why do you just shoot them like yeah she does (laughs) i mean fairness i don't get like uh, yeah she picked up a gun but also he could still have just shot the grenade in that moment. Yeah, but I'm guessing the logic is as soon as he moved again, she would just shoot him. That, and, maybe. Just, and, okay. she, and she does. And then yes. she takes pleasure in torturing, torturing this man. Like, he doesn't actually kill him. No, because then conveniently. <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, tortures him by ripping his eyes out, uh, his arms and legs off. 
stabbing him a few times for good measure. Yes. Doesn't lose his eyes because then for some reason at some point they're talking about sticking his balls in his eyes or something. <laughs> That's not what they say. <laughs> I feel like that was the implication. Okay. They never actually explain why. So I can see how you got that implication. But they said to him, like, what no, no, yeah, this is after, yeah, no, this is bullshit afterwards. We're like, yeah, no, because she doesn't kill her because she then, for some reason, magically reverts back to new form and then. New, 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 new. We never actually explain. That's all she can say. That's, yeah. That's why they call it in that form. Yeah. But, yeah, so for whatever reason, doesn't kill him. So he gets carted back off to. Hospital. Hospital well, magical underground facility, McGee, wherever that is now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then the chief says, oh, man, uh, you know what we've got to do now? Got to castrate you. <laughs> yeah. For some... It's the only way you can win. For <laughs> oh, some no. reason. No, they, they say something to the effect of, like, uh, yeah, now that you've lost your fight, uh, we can either kill you or castrate you. <laughs> oh, this makes sense. Right, okay, this, yeah. now, now that you've yeah. explained how they reproduce, I get it now. Yes. Right, <laughs> that's is. why they have to cut his dick off. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, there it is. It all makes sense now. Uh... Yeah, but you see, we don't know that in these No, you lines. don't. It's not explained no. at that point. It just stops with, no, you're not going to castrate me, and then it just cuts away. Just like, never no, comes no, back. It never comes up again. <laughs> like the... Because they're talking and it sounds like they're going to do like, I like, I was like, like this an is android like some or something weird like Captain America style yeah, thing. Yeah, where... they're going to like, we're going to experiment on you, make you super strong, and get you out fighting again. As part of that, we need to cut off your balls. It's like, yeah, because like, don't you know, man? Like, if you don't have set, if you cuck yourself, that's that's when the true power comes out. I guess. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> no, no. Well, no. Now I know the plot. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. But you know that kind of insane logic. Some people have. Oh, yeah. That's the. Pure, that's how you become the smartest and the purest <laughs> and the strongest. You just never nut. <laughs> that's how you get superpowers? Don't you know? Well, if you're still a virgin by the time you're thirty, you get wizard powers. You, you, you do become, you become a wizard. A wizard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you mike at least i i can check that one off now as okay that one actually makes sense now in hindsight yeah they do uh, kind yeah. of allude to that within the first two volumes but they never explain it i don't feel like they do it's, i wouldn't call it an illusion they they give elements that tie into it later on but i don't feel i didn't read that and feel ah yes yeah. they that they're doing that because she's infected his sperm oh no yeah i absolutely took prior knowledge into that that into my understanding of that you've taken prior knowledge of the whole thing right that's fine i we need i'm glad someone has it to explain it <laughs> so that people are like why why are they cutting his balls off why is she peeing on the floor why? she does pee on the floor i believe more than once i believe i could be wrong about that i mean no if you want the worst thing that happens to her is that at one point in Kota's ma many very helpful attempts, he accidentally fondles her and then oh, this yeah. gives her a complex where she likes being fondled. <laughs> yes, that does happen. Because it comes up against like Jesus Christ, really? Yep. Do we really need, I mean, I get it's because the author's jerking off to this, but did I really need this? <laughs> there is multiple scenes which only exist for the horny and for no other reason. Like, it in no way furthers the plot in any way. Because after that, there's a whole conversation between him and the cousin, who I should really give a name at some point. Nah, uh, don't worry. Don't bother. Because uh, there's a whole conversation between them, like, wait, does she does she want me to fondle her? Like, is she annoyed that I didn't fondle her? Oh, no, I've got to play this kid. Like, do I really need this? Is, I, is this now how the story's progressing? Like, man, 
does she want to be fondled or not? Uh... Yeah, like it starts with the classic lucky pervert situation where it is an accident, kind of. I mean, it's not an accident that would ever happen in real life, but sure. It's I mean, he, he is he has showed his eyes when dressing her, which seems a bit silly because he already seen her naked. So at that yeah. point, why does it really matter? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it, it's there's a tumble and a grope and a motorboating. And, oh, and obviously, no. Yuka walks in at some point when he's, you know, taking her pants off because, of course, that... Yeah, and this is... It's not a character we've discussed. And it's oddly complicated <laughs> because she is pitched as childhood friend of his. And as a result, they've got... Cousins, yeah. Well, no, at first she's a childhood friend, and then... Well, I think it's both, to be fair. It it is both, but still. And because of that, there's, like, romantic tension between our two main heroine, hero, Pota and her. And then... So she gets, like, really mad when he thinks... When she thinks that he is canoodling with New. Oh, yeah, she... she And she punches people when she's mad. Yeah, she's she's also violent, but okay. Early 2000s anime. <laughs> and, however, then as time goes on, we realise that even though she has these weirdly harsh and specific expectations for Kota, we find out that he's got amnesia and literally didn't remember that she was his cousin. And so, and apparently they've got this huge history together. So he is also a cousin-uzzler. I don't think it's that he forgot she was his he he has rewritten he, stuff in his mind. Yeah, he's forgotten yeah. like a promise they made because it's due to a trauma. Yeah, yeah, basically, just after they made this promise, he had to move away for some reason. I don't know if that's tied into trauma specifically, but I think it is. But um, basically, he thinks shortly after that, both his dad and sister died, which I mean they did, but he believes it was just some kind of accident or just disease or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, we get flashes of like, no, no, they were horrifically murdered right in front. And he has just wiped that memory over with his own version of the events and sort of forgotten surrounding information and stuff around that time. Which is not completely unheard of. No, no, no I, I, I get no. that. I mean, the way the manga seems to portray it, it looks like a one of the Diclonius's slaughtered yeah. his family for some reason and because it would probably make complete narrative sense it's probably new that did that well i'm, I'm me, pretty sure want, it is because do, do you want me to tell you in an instance later on she kind of remembers seeing a little kid that looked like him as a little kid yeah it, it's almost certainly i mean it, it would be weird if it wasn't that narrative. it, it, it is it is yeah shot gas great yeah, yeah but like that also Mother of all fucking coincidences. I uh, sure, but uh, I no, no. But you see, now that's like... a chapter one coincidence that they remet, so I can allow it because I don't know. It's like if you're starting of... a story, there's always going to be a coincidence because that's usually the driving part of a story. Well, it's just the logic involved of like she's been on this island, I assume, for yeah. God knows how long, and then she gets unconsciously knocked into the sea, and then she just so happens to wash up on the beach in this guy's town as he's walking past. I mean, I'm impressed that he's managed to blank out her face, because generally <laughs> you'd have thought that would give some flashbacks at that point. Uh, you could, I suppose you can backdoor this into thinking like, oh, that's the reason why he started caring for her, because they have a history together, and he recognised her, even though he didn't know he recognised her. I no, because I surely he would recognise her as the murderer of his family and be like... It's a very backdoor oh. explanation, but that's all I got, man. I mean, to be fair, like, at this point I'd be like, because they're like, oh man, we've not seen each other in eight years. I'm like, why? You could have just 
could have just picked up Had the phone. Even if you even if you take out like phone or email, you could be like, "It's summer. Let's take a train journey. Let's go meet." Back in the Especially early two thousands, she, she seems to care about him. So back in the early two thousands, where people actually used to see each other. Ugh, disgusting. I... Glad we moved on as a society. Okay, buddy. This explains <laughs> again. The series explains so much. <laughs> yeah, it's just because yeah, she has some very psychotic tendencies about why why are you not like in remembering everything, and then <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out whether I'm okay with her having not figured it out until he specifically mentions something or not. Because she clearly is aware of the highly traumatic thing that happened to him. Yeah, but she's just completely unaware. This is the cousin, of course. Yeah. Uh, completely unaware that he's had some sort of amnesiac episode. Which is weird, because you think, like, this would have come up before then. Because if he doesn't remember the promise they have, and I get, oh, how could you forget me, jilted lover, etc. But yeah, I'd have thought at some point you'd have been like, it's weird that he can't remember anything from before this point. Yeah, I it's mean, weird that he just gets just everything wrong. Or not. I don't. I ch- it seems weird that it wouldn't have done, but. Well, because he's not going to bring it up, because he's not aware of anything being wrong. No, but when he would describe it, like, because you'd presumably discuss your childhoods at some point, and you'd be like, these don't add up. But presumably, it all lined up until round about the time of that promise before the last time they saw each other. I, I don't know. Like, to it me, stretches I feel believability. Not, it's, it's not, yeah, it's far from the worst crime this series commits, but yeah, it's a bit... You didn't figure something out before then? Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, people in this aren't smart. <laughs> not a single person this is smart. Not a single oh, one. God, no. <laughs> so, yeah. I, um, I don't know. Our killer female lead is... No, she's not smart. Everyone else is just dumb. I mean, like a yeah, lot dumber than true. her. I mean, you don't have to be smart when you have essentially a perfect shield, and also yeah. anyone comes within two meters of you. Die. I say, like, I don't feel like she's done anything dumb. Is the thing, like, yeah, I want to go as she's smart. No, I'm, I'm ignoring when she's <laughs> regressed because that's not a fair comparison. But... I mean, the, the dumbest thing she probably does is she goes, no, I, I've never hurt any of my species, and then with about five seconds is uh, brutalizing Nana of her species, and like, ah, so that mole didn't last long then. No, she very specifically said didn't kill. Yeah, didn't. and she's, she seems to be like, no, I would never... Got to word your clauses very carefully, Sean. And then, five, and then five seconds later, she's just doing it, so I'm like, okay, got it. So that, that well, I mean, the, the choice was do that or guaranteed capture, I suppose. No? <laughs> like, how is she going to capture? <laughs> I mean, she Just nearly did. Is how. Uh, did she? <laughs> really? I never got the impression Nana was remotely close to winning that fight. No, not really. She gets literally mercy clawed at the start when she could have just killed her immediately and then, uh, yeah. yeah, it doesn't take long for our uh, new to uh, get the upper hand on her and yeah, completely destroy her. This is kind of like the second big fight scene that we're talking about. And there's because there's other Diclonius in the facility, and there is one which uh, it's called Nana, who apparently has some sort of trauma bond with the director of the facility. It very much is like Eleven in Stranger Things. It it is. We we want to make him Gendo, but you know maybe not quite the dick that Gendo is. So he he has this parental like abusive parental relationship, but he cares. Mm. He cares. But yeah, but mm, doesn't care for much. Is like it doesn't count for much at all. <laughs> because yeah, like this is another person, another Diclonius who is also being like horrifically experimented on. 
Like, the first time we see her, she's literally covered in blood. Presumably her own blood, because they've been, like, cutting into her or whatever. But no, she's all, she's very, very loyal. And she's clearly got some massive Stockholm Syndrome situation going on. Well, they do, even the researchers openly say, you need to give some kind of emotional touch, otherwise they would never do this. So you're like, yeah. Yeah. So their genius solution to this quite soft, quite nervous girl who literally only looking for any kind of emotional connection whatsoever in a world filled with torture and pain, they send her out, who also has Diclonus, she's also got these visible hand powers. They send her out because apparently they can sense each other. Yep. And so she finds new Lucy, whatever, really quickly, like really quickly. And chapter. she's, yeah, she's literally ex- they introduce Nano in the end of a chapter. She's next to new. So like, they oh, okay. explicitly tell her not to track, uh, just to track her, not to interact, because that's just a bad idea. You'll lose the fight, and we don't want you to die. But she just make papa proud <laughs> she wants to make papa proud and so she rocks up to lucy like right up next to her and says hey you should turn yourself in <laughs> like yeah that was gonna work <laughs> and then that that turns into a very one-sided fight between them which is actually a decent action scene i think like it is very one-sided but the idea being that neither of them actually wants to kill each other and because that's pretty eh. much what their tool set is designed for. I don't go that far. Also, they get, they get the thing where um, they say that Nana's arms are longer than Lucy's, which is the only advantage she has. And so they try to leverage that and it doesn't work out. It's an okay fight scene. I definitely have seen worse. But yeah, it's, it's over pretty fucking quickly. <laughs> And then, and then it ends with like, "You'll, you'll never, I'm never, you'll never hurt me." As she gets all of her fucking limbs cut off. Yep, she gets all of her arms and legs above the joint, specifically cut off. Like that's how you know it's it's really fucked up. Just that little extra spice of fucked up is if you're gonna gonna delimb someone doing it above the joints. Like wow. But sure glad before this scene you were like, no, I'd never kill someone from my own species. That Oh, she didn't die. No, but you know, I feel yeah. if you've got no qualms I mean, doing she did, that. She then... did die? No, she didn't die. Like the last thing you see is her being like taken away. I like, thought in, the last like, thing you see is her basically bleeding out. I uh, might be he, wrong about he that. He says something like he asks, he tells her to like just like the chief who then specifically comes we'll get to that in a moment. The chief who specifically then comes to like visit and just Essentially, does the whole like close your eyes now, and you could, I guess, interpret that as close your eyes because you know that's what you do with dead people. But, sure. uh, at the point we left her, she was not confirmed dead. No, yeah. she wasn't confirmed dead, but the fact they weren't like quick, we need to get her to a hospital. <laughs> yeah, I feel it was very much there wasn't a lot there, of there's, there's no saving. I mean, you wouldn't her. take her to a hospital anyway because she's a, an alien. The, the, sorry, but, you know. When I'm saying hospital here, yeah, I'm not yeah, referring to. The standard hospital. But do you know, uh, I, I do have to thank you for one thing, Mike. Uh, oh, you, won't, you won't get this whatsoever, Phil will. But uh, now now I understand the reference from, uh, I believe it was Tomoyo 42's room, oh, where there was always that. this random girl in the box with no limbs. I was like, who the fuck God, is this? There's, there's something I've not thought about there, in a while. There's a callback. But I was like, oh, it's this person. That's the <laughs> random character from that webcomic. Got it. This is why there's always a random girl without limbs in a cardboard box called Nana. <laughs> it makes sense now. <laughs> oh man, I need to. That is, 
spoil cool. something from later on because it is just stupid. So uh, I don't know if this is in the manga. This is in the anime, but it might have been an anime original thing. No idea. But Nana does survive. And in order to give her arms and legs back, they don't give her like sci-fi mechanical arms or whatever. They literally give oh, her why just even bother? regular prosthetic limbs without any like proper joints in them or anything. But the only way they can attach them is by her using her... Please tell her me it's in... like gaffer taped on. No, it's worse. It's by her constantly using her invisible arms to hold them in place. Constantly. Uh, <laughs> that's so fucked up. <laughs> it really is. And it's like, oh, Papa did this sweet thing for me. <laughs> it's like, well, how is that the best solution? Like, and it's literally like, if she loses concentration, we find they all fall off. Like she loses concentration and accidentally drops them, they're they they're off. She's just a lump on the floor. So, like even like actual amputees in real life, they don't the limbs don't just fall off. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> I wanna make it note here, you can tell which of us you can tell how this is formed our childhoods by the fact that one of us is laughing hysterically at this. Oh my god. Well, I'm not gonna lie, I I stopped listening. <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking at Tommy at forty two room because I'm like, oh man, that was <laughs> That that's that's done it for me. I forgot that thing even existed. Soon you'll forget that this thing even existed, and you'll I be happier for it. I wish I could forget this thing even existed. <laughs> it's it's somehow survived anime consciousness for twenty years. I think it's sticking around, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but the other stupid thing about the end of that fight is somehow, some way, at the end of the fight, Nana manages to switch off news abilities. Yeah. So she can't use her magical psychic hands anymore for some reason. And they people there do start to call on and something's up when the chief is able to again walk happily within two meters of her, fucking punch her in the face <laughs> and yeah. not suffer any retaliation, at which point she runs away and does somehow punch her in the face. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he does. Okay. Yes. And then somehow this still doesn't lead to her getting caught and or killed. She's yeah, able so... to escape, even though the soldier is chasing her. And they try to be like, Oh, but there are still they're still afraid of her because of what she did to Nana. And like, on the one hand, I get that. On the other hand, she's fleeing. Yeah. Clearly something weak has happened to her. Yeah. And like, this has never stopped you before. So I don't know why it's stopping you now. Yeah. This is well, one of the many times where it's like, how did she just get away? <laughs> Without any <laughs> issue. Not only did they just get away, but everyone's looking for her. Like, we even find this one point where some random police officers show up at main character's house being like, have you seen her? And even though he has no connection to her at this point, still says, no, nah, I haven't seen her. What of it? <laughs> like, no reason to hide it whatsoever. But everyone is looking for this girl. How has no one found her? And she doesn't go far. She just goes back to his house. Are you telling me that this paramilitary force wouldn't find her there? <laughs> the thing, I could appreciate no. at first, it, well, after she initially escaped, it would take some time to, like, lock it down because, you know, title counts and all that. But as soon as they do the bando fight, and it's like, right, she's here. Yeah. That's it. What's it? <laughs> You've got not even that. It's like, all right, yeah, they know she's there. And then she escapes again. Like, oh, fuck, where is she? They don't think to, like, keep an eye on the other people that were there that night that they had to <laughs> yeah. take to hospital. Yeah, and they even, like, they even say, they go through they, great the police to... even gaslight the poor guy after he's been hit in the back of the head. Like, now, nah, <laughs> all you're on about, that never happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, oh, this never happened at all. And we have to believe. We're led to believe that this guy, the director, has such authority that he can order around the military force that literally only the 
president, prime minister, whatever he is, that literally only he can order around, this director has that exact same authority. So it's like, wow, he's got some really high, like, military clearance and stuff. Why doesn't he just, like, quarantine the town? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, oh, we can't let people know about it. I, I, suppose I mean, I guess. At that point, you've got a whole lot of explaining to do. Yeah, but who cares? Like, it's all not, they gotta do not is. his job. Yeah, well, who, yeah, and who's all they gotta do is add like the same cover story that they do have, which is like she's escaped, she kills people, except when they gaslight the guy and be like, "Oh no, no, she's fine. She, no, she's just she, the parents yeah. just worried Actually, about her." That, that's another thing that bothered me from like the first time the police walk up to Kota, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, no, never seen her." And then they're like, "Ah, oh, well, you know, she's murdered fourteen people, you know," <laughs> and then he's not immediately like, "Oh shit." Maybe I actually should tell you about the crazed murderer on. Ah, like, oh, no, no, we're just fucking with you. It's like, <laughs> like, no, stick with that. He was. <laughs> he could actually tell like, you something important. And then, as the police walked away, they're like, "Dude, I can't believe you were telling him that." God, it's classified <laughs> information. It's like, I don't feel like it's a problem to tell him that she's murdered fourteen I, people. Look, I get. Like, I still, I, I agree. It's stupid. I do get on the one hand that you probably don't want to introduce, induce mass hysteria in this town by saying, "By the way, there's this person who's killed over a dozen people living in your neighborhood." Because, yeah, that would mass hysteria. I mean, I, no, but I at guess, the same time, but... you'd be like, "Look, this person's on the loose. They're dangerous. We need but to." That's find the point. Them. You would say like they're dangerous, and well, they don't. <laughs> well, they don't. No, they just say, "Oh, she's, missing, she's a missing child. Her parents yeah. are trying to find her." That's the point. There's, there's a happy medium between there's a serial killer on the loose, and oh, some kids lost their parent. Some kids, some parents <laughs> lost their kid. Not wrong. Kids lost I, their parents. No, sure. I, I hope not. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's there, there is. I, I get that there's a middle ground, but on the other hand. Especially when you've already dropped that they've killed 14 people. Yeah. Just don't walk it back. Just be like, yeah, we really need this information. <laughs> Especially because he's got no reason to distrust the police at this point. Absolutely none. <laughs> none whatsoever. And he, but he, he still does. no reason to protect the girl in the night. Absolutely place. none. No. Like, well, he could be said, this is night. coming off directly off the scene where she's destroyed one of his precious mementos. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he just dives straight in at protecting her. Like, well, it, yeah, it makes yeah, no that fucking was the thing, sense. wasn't it? So it's just after she destroyed his seashell memento, so he'd kicked her out. And then he's yeah. like, oh no, now I clearly have to find her. Uh, yeah. Do, do you? I mean, you, there's really no reason why you wouldn't say, yes, we found her on the beach, but she ran away. Yeah. At, like, you're welcome to check my house, because at that point it's not even really his house, he's just moved in. Uh, she's not there at that point, I think. Yeah, I know, but that's no, what I'm saying. That, that's like, what Mike's saying. He's saying, yes, oh, okay. I did. she was here. She's gone now. Feel free to look around if you want to be sure. Yeah, like, there's no reason he wouldn't say that. But I know that's just a trope with manga and similar media where, for no fucking reason, the protagonists don't trust the police. And it turns out they're right. I mean, I, I mean, in, in, in modern day, I get that. Sure, yeah. But, like, even so, if someone, to this day... If a police officer came to your door and said, Hi, we're tracking a person who's murdered 14 people. Do you know anything? <laughs> your first excuse, your first re- um, response isn't to go, No, I know nothing, when they're living in your back room, you know? My first response is, in that case, no, it would not be ACAB and slam the door on them. No. <laughs> but, uh... It's like, fuck, I've been letting this murderer live in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, speaking of house, like, how, how does he just happen to 
have a ten bedroom house fall into his lap. No, that because that is actually... that's his cousin's aunt's house or something. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's a like... house for all your harem. Well, it, yeah. yes, it's like an old disused restaurant hotel or something. I, I get, yeah, but it's just thing, like. Yeah. Did, did, we, did it need to be like a whole mansion? <laughs> you could just have he gets a house. Why, why yeah. <laughs> but you need to establish that he needs to be cleaning this thing as an indentured servant in response for living there for free. I don't know. That seems like a pretty good deal, honestly. I, I mean, don't I, get me wrong. It's not a bad deal. For all the women he's going to be banging because he's essentially up to free by the end of this. <laughs> one, one of them being 12. his cousin. He's a cousin, Osler. And one of them is 12. Oh, this one of them is 12. Him. And if the anime is anything to go by, and granted the manga may be very different, Nana does join them. Oh, uh, uh, right. Yeah. Nana, yes. Yeah, yeah. Nana, the, the other Diclonius we've met. Oh, so man, far. so that's four in the heart. Oh, damn, those yep. are just stacking I think, up. I think Nana is also 12 or like something. She's like really young anyway. No, no, Nana's seven. Seven, right. Yeah, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, that, that, that was a joke. It might be true. I don't know. It, it might, yes. We never find out Nana's age. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's all just a bit weird and a bit not okay and very sad and very horny and I very don't feel gross. Like all like, that, to be honest, it's just sure, it just is. I mean, maybe again, I'm thinking of stuff that happens later in the series because uh, maybe. it gets hella sad. <laughs> I can see that it is trying to be like again, because you know, crawling in my skin, evanescence, etc. It's trying to be both depressed and horny and ultraviolet and all of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get it didn't didn't land for me, but that's because I am looking at this most of the time, just rolling my eyes at how fucking shit it is. Uh, <laughs> no, we're talking about it's a masterpiece. Like that, I there are like two moments in the whole thing. That I was like, okay, that's actually kind of smart. Which was the firstly the bander fight. Where I was like, okay, no, it has one or two dumb bits, but otherwise, actually, this is pretty. Nice. And then there's one bit later on when I think for some new bangs her head, so she goes psycho mode, and for some reason doesn't kill Kota due to some repressed memory or whatever. Yeah. But uh, she walks away, and there's a scene because Na- uh, not Nana, uh, Mayu, the other, the third girl, is there at the time. She has a pet dog, and mm-hmm. you can see the dog yapping at the person, and like you can see you looking at it, and then there's an explosion from a distance, and she walks away, and you're like, oh, of course, because it's annoyed her, she's killed it, no doubt. But then it's revealed later on, no, no, she just cut the thing that was like holding. Like the, the yeah, lead. Caught, caught his leash basically. Essentially, cut the chain that was holding him back, so freed the dog. And I was like, okay, no, that actually tracks with her character. Like that makes I, it does, sense. but that annoys me a little bit because not much, but a little bit because it's held up until this moment that she is just a psycho killer. Like she'd sooner torture and murder you than. Well, she didn't kill Kota on the page before this, remember as well. So yeah, but like you could argue that she was like dizzy or whatever because she was doing the personality switch. Yeah, and. Then, so she goes outside and like, I am going to start killing again. And then it turns out like, no, she is a, she does have humanity. It's like, oh, they go through all this effort to prove that she's a psycho killer just to be constantly walking it back. Like constantly. They realize that they made her too violent in the early stages. And now they've got to humanize her as much as possible. It's like, no, it was always self-defense. I swear. Like, was it? She only kills the evil people. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. But, like, the whole idea of it is that they're living with New, this this baby personality, without knowing that there's the psycho killer directly underneath that. And so, like, oh, they don't know, and it's dangerous. She could switch any minute. But then as soon as you see shit like that, it's like, oh, it's never going to matter. Cool. (laughs) Like, clearly she's 
Clearly, she's just misunderstood. I, I, that, that's one more thing I'll ask you because you've got knowledge of the whole thing. Obviously, we see that she reverts. She goes to the psycho killer when she hits her head, either because someone hits her with a butt of a gun or mm-hmm. she trips and falls because, of course, yeah. she does. What is the trick of her going back, or is it just randomly and now she's back? As far as I remember, it's just kind of random. Okay, so it's always like, just at the convenient moment. Got yeah, it. pretty much, as far as I remember. Like, I think it's one of those, it could just happen at any time, and I believe that's held as, like, the ticking clock in a future fight, where it's like, she could just stop being the killer version of herself or go back to being babyfied any second, and then she's doomed, because babyfied version can't use any of the psychic hand abilities. No, she just pisses herself. She does do that. That did happen. See, I like how that's something that's just lodged in our brain when it was like, wasn't even that big of a thing. I mean, I no. only know it because you brought it up and now it's my, now it's a thing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, now it's my fetish. Oh, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, nah, if I want that, I'll go read Girl on the Shore again. <laughs> no, that's appearing to a poop. I, I'm, you're right. Sorry, yeah, it was Kiss Exist that was pissing. Yes, my it bad. Was. Was. <laughs> that it was. Oh, dear. But it's, yeah, it's just... I've, I've lost track of my point now. I'm just so mad. <laughs> just rambling through the anger. <laughs> just there is. We have covered mature series that have nudity even... and pornography in it, like Girl <sighs> on the Shore. And this, they get it right, and this gets it so cataclysmically wrong. Well, it's like you say mature, and granted, that's the actual word for this because it has nudity and it violence. It has nudity but... and violence, yes. Well, the yeah, thing like... is, like, if you strip away all of the insanity of this, it ha- does. it's trying to have mature themes. But that's the thing, like, it does it in such an immature way. Yeah. Like, you, like you say, it, it's, got, it's very much a product of the emo era. And it's like, yeah, it is. But it's also, because of that, it's got the same sort of, good job, you tried cringe to it. Like, it very <laughs> much is my MySpace page. It's like, bro, you're not actually that deep. You're making an idiot of yourself. It's very much the same thing in the manga. It's just, uh, this isn't that deep. Someone watches Evangelion and goes, yeah, I can do that. And then this is what you get. Fucking oh, oh, yeah. Evangelion no, okay. is kind of the same, but it does actually have a bit more depth to can, it. Can I tell a you bit. what it reminds me of? A bit. Was it reminds me of? <laughs> and I don't know if either of you two have seen and all read this. It reminds me of Chobit. I have actually... I've seen some Chobits. That was something I was going to bring up at the end of the episode. And um, actually, while, while I've been talking, I actually wanted to just check something here because I was like, surely one of them must influence the other. And yeah, I, I can see that because Chobits came out first. In fact, mm. yeah, you know, you know what? This was going to be how I was going to end my summary at the end of the episode, but I'll do it now because it's come up. Okay. But, uh, the last thing I had for like notes I was to say when I was doing like read more, buy more, watch adaptation, which we're getting near, but we're not quite there yet. But uh it was literally my final comment was going to be. So if you want a series from the early noughties revolving around a humanoid but non-human girl who struggles to comprehend anything, struggles to speak at first, has a split personality, mysterious government goings on, she has to move in with some random guy, it's trying to be both kind of sad and kind of horny at times, you know. If you want me to recommend you a series from that very specific niche, read Chobits. <laughs> yeah, this is very much Chobits but violent. <laughs> this is Chobits but shit. That too. <laughs> also, Turbits is written by Clamp, so you know. Oh, sure. no, yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you've Clamp probably got is... a decent bar of quality there at the very least. Like, Clamp isn't a guarantee for good series, but no. generally, especially from this era, they were 
pretty much hitting it out the park each time. And yeah, Chobits is just Chobits is actually mature where this is not. <laughs> yeah, like they, they do it in a very, as you said already, teenage edgy emo phase violence because it's, it's like... not that chobits doesn't have those where like there's a bit of like man i need to switch this android on where's the on button ah yeah, yes yeah. it's her clit yeah it's next to the on button <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. no but uh yeah just yeah just reach obits kids <laughs> just reach open no don't don't read i don't remember I thought... that being very good either <laughs> i was, I was gonna good. say to be perfectly honest i don't Chobits remember it being good i read chobits it's good <laughs> i mean i watched it rather than read it so i can't comment on the manga oh yeah and i haven't like i also watched it and didn't even watch that much maybe like i, I think i watched it all two or three episodes. an ex of mine really liked it and i was like oh, yeah all right whatever sure it's not masterful like it's not clap's best series but it's, I mean, it's all i'll say is i don't remember it being dumb in any way like it it doesn't do anything like say walking within two meters of a telekinetic user with the keys to get them out of their restraint level <laughs> done. I vaguely recall that somehow she managed they're like they're tied into the flooding of the like raw danger style tied into like the flooding <laughs> of the entire city at the end. But, uh... Uh, <laughs> yeah um, oh man we could we could been... absolutely talk about well raw danger for one thing but the the comedy of errors that happens at the beginning that precipitates her escape for like yeah, another I feel hour. You have. Well, this is the problem. You've kind of just got to write off the whole of the first chapter. Just, <laughs> she yeah, escapes. Why not? She escapes and murders a bunch of people. Let's go with that. Like, yes, let, let's go with people are this dumb. Why not? My personal are favorite they? part is... Would you, would you really carry the key with you? I, no, that, that's what I'm saying. You, you've just got to accept that. You've just got to accept, yes, that's happened. And that's not even my because... favorite part of it. My favorite part of it is guy drops something in the cage and then reaches in, reaches to, get in it. to get it yeah. and the other guy's like no you fool and then he's like take your arm out of there i can't it's pulling me in <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is this is after yeah he, he gets a message on his phone which they do lampshade of like but how would that work and then that comes up again <laughs> yeah because at one point i was like oh was it maybe that was like a maybe he's an agent trying to free her no it's just it's just no that'd be far too smart i was gonna say i'll be <laughs> smart Somehow he gets a message on his phone. Somehow opening his phone causes him to drop it. Somehow it magically bounces and lands in a cage and just a bunch of... Yeah, no, just... <laughs> yeah, like in this entire series, from what we've read at least, if there's ever a smart option, they'll probably do the other one. <laughs> they'll probably do the not smart version of that option. Yeah. Random naked girl washes up on the beach, head bleeding. Should we call an ambulance or the police or anyone who has authority over this? Now nah, let's take her home, not tell anyone, and then actively hide her existence from the police. Why? I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> I mean, you want why? Why is why Mayu? Why? Why? What? What purpose does she? Oh, add? the uh, the homeless, homeless the third girl. homeless girl. Does um, what does she, she add? She serves a serves a purpose. Right. I'll get back to you when I find <laughs> out what that purpose is. All, all she really does sorry. in this narrative is that she is the separate witness that validates that yes they did shit did happen on the beach that's about yeah. it i think she provides a, a convenient excuse for why they weren't going to do something smart towards the end i can't remember <laughs> what like this thing needs an excuse for do doing this something thing smart. and then conveniently the phone rings and it's her at the hospital being like hey yeah and then they can just sort of sweep up, sweep away what they were about to do uh let's put it this way i don't remember this character existing and I remember other weird details. I just sweep away this manga. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it right now. Brilliant.
Is there anything else anyone wants to say? No, I think we covered it, man. I think we shit on the art <laughs> enough. Well, I don't think there's much to say really about the art. About, about we did. It, it's like they've got weird proportions. It's from the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not I mean, good. Yes, we, we mentioned it in that sense. Yeah, it's fucking awful. It's like it's definitely early 2000s art, but even then, it's it's not. But that. I mean, so so was so was Bleach and Naruto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the thing. Like, like you can tell it's early 2000s because yeah, you have got the weird proportions, the fucking eyes, man. The <laughs> eyes that will haunt your soul. <laughs> so you'll just be scrolling, flipping through, but whatever, and there'll just be a panel which is just like a close-up shot of someone's face, and it's just giant fucking eyes, and you're just like, oh god. I will what say, I've been doing. The sci-fi background elements, they're not bad when they when they appear. They're not bad. They're not great. They're not bad. Like the whole of that first yeah, chapter, you've got like the facility and stuff. That's fine. I mean it's it's just the generic underground facility. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it just is fine. <laughs> it is just fine. I, I really also I don't that was one of the other things in that one chapter where like, there's like the vice chancellor like prepare be prepare yourself to see Vice Chancellor, this will explain everything. It's just the girl in a straight jacket. <laughs> in a fancy cage. They're like, don't get oh, me yeah. wrong, it's probably like, ooh, that's a ooh, it's a bit scary, but you know, it's not like on, on yes, a, we need one billion chapter. dollars. It's just like, here you go, here is this person with multiple arms, and it's like, is it it's just someone in a straight jacket and a helmet? Why why are we acting like you've yeah. just shown them the Ark of the Covenant or something? <laughs> it's slamming into the floor constantly because they're trying to escape constantly. Yeah. Maybe if they were just nice to her, she wouldn't have murdered everyone. That is a good good thing. Like it's even the same with like again with Stranger Things. It's like why wouldn't they just nice to them? Like you've seen with <laughs> Nana. Like yeah. and I'm not saying they're nice to Nana. <laughs> you were not nice she's, to Nana. She's not a psychotic killer. <laughs> but yeah, if it's like just just actually be nice with these people, like explain shit to them and let them understand the situation, and then maybe don't just like hack bits off them for fun. <laughs> it's just yeah. Just be nice. They might actually like you then. Maybe maybe just accept that it's okay if humanity evolves in the way that gives them magical psychic powers and that maybe change change no, is scary, that's... but change is necessary to at times. Be you fair. Have to, you have to I, move forward. You have to I, I do think the idea of that again, this is me bringing in like future knowledge, so Apologies for that, but they do drop at one point that male Diclonius do exist. I mean, I'm assuming that's the fucker we saw at the end of Volume 2 out of nowhere. Well, male Diclonius do exist. A guy who looks like he's a Claymore monster, but anyway, go on. And they... But they don't have any of the magic powers, the psychic powers, the hands, and they also can't reproduce. Oh, it's sexist. <laughs> yeah, like, the females have all of the power, and the men are just there. <laughs> like, that, that, is, that is revealed later. So, I mean, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe that would be it for the best. Maybe. <laughs> well, the, the, the logic being, I'm assuming, this is a huge leap of logic, but I'm assuming the logic is that if everyone becomes a Diclonius, then men can no longer reproduce and therefore there will be no third generation because it, when all the humans die out, there'll be no one left to do the deed, I guess. Like, again, that's a that's jumping a bit, but I'm. Maybe that's what they were going for. I mean, Matt, if only there was like enough generational time where you could actually come up with a solution for that. Uh, uh, I'm not crazy. even gonna open that can of worms. Why, why do that when he can just you can just be naked and fun with <laughs> each other and piss yourself. And murder people and murder people. I wonder if it was cold in that facility. A bit chilly. 
Okay. Mm, on that, when I feel you got far underground. No, I feel that that's truly is the we're out of things to talk about moment. <laughs> so uh, on that note, we shall move over to our conclusion questions. Phil doesn't get his special ones this time because now it is just for all of us. Would we read more? Would we buy this? And would me and Phil watch it? Would Mike rewatch it, I guess? I guess. Yeah. You know what? We never really get to start with Phil because he's usually the one who recommends these. So, Phil, you, you can go first, would you? Would you read more? Would you buy it? Would you watch the rest of it past episode one? Hmm. You, you pose some questions. Uh, no. Ah. Nice underline on that. No. I am going to attempt to forget this ever existed once again. <laughs> I will just forever remember it as that series where a girl pisses herself for some reason. It's really not even that big a part of it. It happens, like, maybe twice. So I think the whole reason is, Mike, because my introduction to it, as I said earlier, was I watched the first episode of the anime, mm -hmm. and I am pretty sure that ends. That's where it ends, that episode. <laughs> so that, to me, is just stuck in my mind now, rent-free. Sure. Please tell me, it like that's what, like, she pisses herself, the credits start rolling, and then your ex looks over and says, yeah, so what do you think, right? Good, right? <laughs> no, it's a friend, not an ex for this one. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't say I remember the interaction, to be honest. <laughs> I just remember being like, yeah, I'm just not bothered. Man, credits rolling on a self-urination scene, that's a power move right there. It should, it should have been about a guy who has to masturbate Death Note style. I forgot that existed until you just said that. I, I don't see the connection there, but yeah, sure. No, no, I'm, this was just too bad. Like, the, the first chapter was so dumb, but like, then you just get the kind of pointless slice of life stuff, which I know is probably going to tie in later. It's just like, why, why do we care? Why are we not just watching Murder McGee going on a killing spree or something? I, nah, I have, nah, I have no desire to watch, no desire to read. Dear God, I will not be buying this. <laughs> this is this is Phil denouncing Slice of Life, so... No, yeah. a, I don't mind Slice of Life. And to be clear, That's I don't necessarily mind the Slice of Life that was happening here in the context of Slice of Life. I mind the fact that they were like, here is this sci-fi supernaturally thing and now we're just going to shoehorn in a slice of life series as part of this as well and it's like uh, you're, you're kind of mixing your genres a bit here St stick to a lane stick to a lane you say you say mixing your genres i say revolutionizing a format i <laughs> no you you don't get to go yet you can you can see <laughs> that don't... You don't get an opinion. <laughs> uh, you've, wow. you've had too much fun this episode. That's true. It wasn't a chore to read like some other stuff we've done. Certainly no Loveless. <laughs> the chapters I, I aren't short that. enough that you can just... And there's no text density or anything, so you can just power through it at the speed of light. It's, it was just, yeah, cool, okay, that, that happens, I guess. We'll just move on. But, uh, yeah, it... It did not endear itself to me. Well, yep, there you go. Very, very fair. Um, I am much the same. This is this is barely coherent. It's nonsensically edgy, nonsensically dramatic, quick to resort to hyperviolence or nudity as a crutch for all of its comedy and story tech. I think this could be the worst written series we've ever covered on this show. Ooh. I do. 
Like, because even the bad ones we've done in the past, things like Minamoto's story, Redo of Heather, they're horrible, but they're not badly written. They know what they're doing and they follow through on it and they're horrific for doing that, but they're coherent. Gal cleaning. It's horrific, but it's coherent. Bear in mind, I didn't even rank Gal Clean as the worst of year three. I thought that was. No, I, I, I'm well aware. Yeah, I, um, Gal yeah. Cleaning mm. is shit, but if you take out the rape, it's just a bad <laughs> fan service series. Yeah, yes. I think we all agreed on that part. Because ultimately, a fan service series doesn't really have writing. It's just how can we use this as a vehicle to get you to the next pant shot? Mm. Whereas this is just, as well, as we said, chapter one, it, I think, is the worst <laughs> single chapter we've ever read cause in terms of writing. Yeah, I can't, I, I admit, I can't think of any other series where we've kind of had to go, you just kind of have to live with this series of events. Drug it off. You, you just have to accept that for some reason, everyone came down with a big old case of the dumb that day. <laughs> and it's... It, it's worse because it's not even just regular people coming down with a case of a dub. It's like an elite government organization tasked with looking after this explicit species. They literally had one job. They had one job <laughs> and they're all morons. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then tie into that, you know, the bad art, the bad character expressions, the fucking eyes as big as the moon. Reminiscent of those old, terrible how to draw manga books and tutorials. Just... There, there are themes here that could coalesce into something interesting or thing. Like, if you divorce yourself from everything else and just try and explain, like, the themes, as I mentioned at the start with that Wikipedia line on it, yeah, there, there's definitely potential there. But what we get from that doesn't remotely realize any of that. It just, instead of all that, it goes, how can I jerk off to this scene? Well, I mean, I need a girl with her limbs dismembered and then some nudity, and there you go. Yeah, baby, splooge. So, I just no. Uh, th- this was going to be the point there where I co- where I closed off by doing. Even though we're not doing recommendations this time, if I was, read Chobits because it's the same series but done well. I mean, to be fair, I could say that there's so many things. Just I could think of so much from this time period that I would recommend you read and watch over this. But uh, yeah, if you really if you really need a series in this kind of things niche, go read Chobits because it's good, and it's clamp who are. At this point, they weren't full noodle, so well drawn and well written. But uh, <sighs> nothing yeah. wrong with clamp noodles. Uh, they get a bit like when you start getting to like Gate Seven. It's like this isn't this isn't human anymore. These are just. But sorry, I've, I've not heard of Gate Seven. That sounds Gate like Gate Seven a was one of their thing. more recent. No, I'm I'm, I'm joking. Recent in inverted commas because I'm pretty sure it's ten years old at this point. Probably. Point is, they never finished it. No, like a lot of their series, they started they started going on to something in the 2010s where they would never finish series. They'd just draw a volume or two and then stop, and then they went, let's do Clear Card Arc on a sequel to Card Captors, and we'll never talk about that again. Mm. So fucking bad. Why talk about that when you could talk about Torio's 42 room, apparently? I, yeah, why not? It's better. And more edgelordy. And better still. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, e- either way, no, I will not be reading more. I will definitely not be buying this. Maybe in some far-off future where I'm doing like a research piece and I'm watching iconic series from the early noughties of anime, and despite my hatred of this, this is an iconic series from the early noughties. That is the only context I would watch this. I wouldn't watch this in because I'd be like, man, yeah, I want to check out Elf and Lead. I'd be watching it because 
I'm watching at notable anime of the time period, and this is one of them. Because you have to, not because you want to. <laughs> exactly. I was about to say for some reason, but no, I, I get why people of a certain age, of a certain time, gravitated towards this. But uh, not for me. But speaking of those people... <laughs> Hey, buddy. Oh, who could you be throwing to now? <laughs> it's our fourth host! No. <laughs> oh. Now introducing the silent member of our cast. Blippo, <laughs> you answer the questions. <laughs> so, so, Mike, now that you have experienced the first two volumes of this and have gotten to load out, redredge some of your old memories, <laughs> yeah. would you read the rest of this? Would you go out and buy it from Dark Horse? Would you rewatch the anime? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I can fondly look back at that period of my life and laugh at it. Not with it, at it. Because it is, objectively, a very fun thing, funny thing to reflect on. And yes, this very much does pull back a lot of memories from that time. Because although I never read the manga, the anime, at the very least until this point, follows it incredibly accurately. And so, I remember all of this shit. I remember it being the best fucking thing I'd ever seen. I remember it being like, oh my god, it's so cool, it's so artsy, and it means things. And it's reading it now, and it's like, oh my god. This is so deep. (laughs) This is so early 2000s that it hurts a little bit. It is a living, existing proof of how fucking old I am. I, I feel like I can picture the AMV with some evanescence or <laughs> no doubt playing over it no doubt this is an amazing snapshot of manga history but fuck no would I, I'd never read this again I've got those memories I haven't decided they're a good thing or a bad thing but all the same I already have them I don't need to relive them this is not well written realistically it's Got some good moments. It's not the worst thing we've ever read, but it's got so it's got some good moments. And if you like violence, it's got plenty of violence, but it's just not good. <laughs> it's not. And as far as I remember, it doesn't do anything to redeem itself later either. It just continues on in this fashion for the rest of its run. So no, I will not be reading it again. But I'll be I'll be continuing reading it. I will definitely not be rewatching it. And I, no, it's it's not a thing I would. Technically, I have bought this before, not in manga form, but I did buy the DVDs way back when. Oof. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are still at my parents' house somewhere. <laughs> One Oof. day they'll find it and have questions. <laughs> I I feel by this point, Mike, they know. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to hide it at this point. <laughs> so. Yeah, technically I have put money down on this before, but sure shit wouldn't do it again. <laughs> you were a wee lad at the time. I was. Are you telling me you don't want to buy the Blu-ray version of this? I am saying I do not want to buy a Blu-ray version, nor do I want to rush out to get any kind of subscription to any kind of service that may have it either. It's not a thing I'd want to put money down on because, frankly, as a society, we've moved on. And I'm not saying that everything is better than this now. I'm just saying you have a much higher chance of getting some better quality out of this by reading almost anything else. It is rubbish. No, thank you. I regret nothing about reviewing it, though. Because, <laughs> my God. It's been a while since we've had something which is just unequivocally crap <laughs> between the three of us that we've all agreed on. <laughs> 
yeah, that is. <sighs> yeah. Has brought us together in that regard. Oh, yeah. See, it's revolutionary. <laughs> it's revolutionary. It's got nudity. It's the least sexy thing I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Well, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I'm joining you on that. It is the least sexy thing ever, but it's constantly going in for porn and cheesecake. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, well. Frankly, if this arouses you, seek help. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and if you, if, you, if you do need that, if you do need that help, uh, might I recommend that you head on over to twitch.tv slash Bezekra be able to them. administer all the aid you need. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so you can find me on twitch.tv slash Bezekra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. And I am also trying to do the social media diversification thing, but I'm a lot more lazy than Sean, so it's not going well. So stay tuned for that. Right now I'm still on X and and Facebook, probably heading to threads at some point whenever there's a desktop version and we'll see what else in the future but right now twitter same name yeah and you can also for as long as the platform is alive you can go follow phil at fanaxkian but that means more importantly it's time for phil's rent to girlfriend update corner oh yeah that's the thing it is always a thing and it is now so what happened phil i bet it's better than what happened in this uh... you, you say that I, d- mm. I mean, uh, then here's the litmus test. Then has anyone pissed themselves in Rent a Girlfriend? <laughs> I would believe that they would. Yes. Not that I recall. I'm not going to confirm for definite. No, but not that I recall at the very least. There you go. There's our Rent a Girlfriend update. Then no you. one pisses themselves. Probably. No, her boob got squeezed by a little kid. Scandalous. Oh, so it is exactly the same as this manga then. No. Mm. Sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. But yeah, as, as long as as long as Twitter Twitter is around, you can follow Phil at. Never Fnatic. heard of it. No, uh, no, no. I mean, you can also follow. About to jump to the podcast. You can follow me. I'm at Slazer King on Twitter, and I will be on other social media platforms as well soon because you know I've got to figure out how to use them hmm. outside of banging my head trying to automate things. Uh, on that though, uh, thank you Tumblr. You make it so easy and simple. I wish they were all like you. I wish I didn't have to use the fucking meta business suite. You can follow the podcast as a whole. We are at Trash Manga Cast on Twitter and at Trash Manga Friends everywhere else. And you can subscribe to the podcast on all the usual services. They're not going anywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher. Tune in. Get on there. Follow, like, rate, review. Tell your friends. We do deeply appreciate everyone who checks the show out and links to all of those socials and stuff will be down there in the show notes but as quickly as one mutant trash manga is exterminated 50 more rise up to carry in the fight so what is the next series on our hit list good good question me so if we are tackling early naughty sensations which are kind of sad kind of horny then frankly there's only one series that springs to mind for my next pick manga adaptation of arguably one of the most iconic animes of all time so grab your pillows as it's time to ride on shooting star when we cover flcl aka fooly cooly next time thank you very much for listening and we will see you in a fortnight good day